At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. That is Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray. Hour number two here on the program and uh, we got we got a lot going on. We got some baseball going on, uh, some big games. Dodgers and the Astros right now. Top three: Astros and the Dodgers. No score. And Jeff on the Padres visiting the Oakland A's tonight. Good start for the old San Diego Padres. Don't want to jinx it. Don't want to count your chickens before the uh, before they hatch. But a, a good start for you. A four nothing lead for the old San Diego Padres. No complaints so far. And we're on a. Run another, uh, run another yeah, summer league know. under here. Run another one. One sixty-eight and a half on the Kings and the Warriors. We're betting it under. Sure. Why not, Tim? Right? Yeah, why we, not? Let's run it back. Run it back after the first one worked out. I got unhooked. I had, uh, I had a. Re- oh, that thing. You're re- gonna, you're gonna need that here. I had a re- Yeah, we're gonna have Corey Parson on here uh, to talk some, uh, to talk some NBA and and all the movements so far we've seen in free agency and any teams jumping out uh, in his uh, in his mind. So. Uh, we will uh, be talking some NBA uh, here in just a moment with uh, with Corey Parson, guy I used to work with back in the day over a decade ago. We worked together uh, in uh, at SiriusXM. So looking forward to catching up uh, with Corey. Um, Dodgers and, and Astros is going back to this one right now. This is a game that uh, it was a total of I believe it was was it eight and a half. Uh, mm-hmm. For this one, yeah, eight and a half was the total. And so far, uh, Walker Bueller, who is uh, one of your uh, favorites to bring home the National League Cy Young, off to a uh, off to a good start. But yeah, you said you would have 
Uh, you didn't ultimately play this, but you would have played the Astros at that plus price. Correct. I ended up staying off. But again, it was the same rationale as the Padres price. You just don't see that price very often on these teams with how good they are. Uh, but I stayed off just because I, Manaya and Snell at least is close enough where I could justify making the play on the Padres, even though Snell has been all over the place this year. Bueller's clearly the better pitcher, even though McCullers has pitched very well this year. Yeah, McCullers so far tonight, two innings, two hits, no runs, three strikeouts. His prop tonight on strikeouts was six and a half. Walker Bueller trying to get out of a, a bit of a jam, man on third with two outs there in the uh, in the top of the third inning. Two strikeouts so far for Walker Bueller. He's scattered three hits, but uh, uh, Michael Brantley at the dish looking to potentially give the Houston Astros a lead and he does, and uh, that'll be a double down the line. So the Astros take a lead. Uh, your uh, your summer league game is is underway. Oh, that that's not my game. I don't have the. That's the one that was played earlier on our television right now. So, uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so my, my the wrong summer league game. My, my, my summer league game is underway uh, in Sacramento. Uh, I don't think we have any scoring yet. Uh, no no score. Well, that's good for you. You no, got your under there. Uh, granted, we're we're ten seconds into the game. No, uh, no, nothing there. Uh, Golden State and Sacramento. Uh, no betting available here in Vegas on the Salt Lake City version of the Summer League because the Utah Jazz uh, did what, uh, what a lot of club teams would do uh, Well, when you're back in high school or in middle school and enter two teams into the Summer League, and that's what we had uh, uh, there in uh, Salt Lake City. By the way, um, I can't really give you much analysis on it, but uh, Team USA Baseball yes. has just uh, taken the field uh, against the Dominican Republic. Elimination game, Tim? I don't know. I, okay. I, I don't understand the bracket. Uh, I think know, it is an elimination I think it game. is, too. The U.S. just lost to Japan uh, in extra innings. The Dominican had eliminated uh, Team Israel. So uh, Dominican now playing the United States. And, uh, hey, that game is on right now. So uh, I believe, if uh, I saw correctly, Scott Casimir is the starting pitcher for the United States. Why not? There are some Why who, not? <laughs> there are some who's who's. Uh, you're like, I remember that name. Uh, David Robertson came out of the comes out of the. He's bullpen. the closer. Yeah, he's, he's the closer. I think he blew a save. He, he had, they had a one run oh, lead. Sounds about right. Uh, and uh, the Todd father, Todd Frazier, had a big uh, two. I think two run double uh, against Japan. So yeah, United States baseball going on right now. I won't keep you updated on that. I just would let you know. Uh, we got the Olympics pieces all over. The United States women's basketball team, a 16-point favorite. They're tipping off later on this hour. But let's get to the NBA right now. Two of the nightcap here on VEASAN and the iHeartRadio app. Make sure to download it. Doesn't cost you anything, and you can listen to all of our content for free. Get our podcasts as well. Download the VEASAN app. Listen to all our audio as well. Or head to VEASAN.com, and for a short price, you can get all of our content and uh, video streaming just so you can see Jeff's beautiful face, that beard. That's, that's strong beard. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna get a get, get a trim tomorrow. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Today. All right, we're gonna, so, we're gonna pre- preview that for tomorrow. We're show. gonna trim that beard up tomorrow, <laughs> and uh, while we think about that, turn our attention to the NBA, and it has been a an interesting, I would say, is uh, one way to put it, 
free agency so far and to talk about it and all of the updated odds. Uh, an old friend, Corey Parson, at the Fantasy Exec. We go way back, Corey. Way back to those newsroom days in Washington, D.C., what, circa 2009. How are you, man? What's going on? I was well before they became the football team, but obviously you saw it going in that, rate, that direction even when we were back there. But uh, definitely happy to be rocking with you, Tim. Like you said, knowing you for a while. Best of luck. And Jeff is a gentleman that I have learned over the past couple of years with his work as beast, and he does a very good job. So what's up, fellas? And Corey doing a, a great job with NBC Sports. Uh, and make sure to check out all his content at the Fantasy Exec. All right, let's, uh, let's start with the Lakers because – uh, when it comes to basketball, really, they are the hot-button topic uh, all the time. And uh, they, they earlier today, Corey, were kind of the, uh, the, the joke on Twitter. Everyone making fun of, you know, the free agent acquisitions and all of the, uh, the ancient guys. When you think about Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, Trevor Ariza, uh, Kent Bazemore. But then as the day went on... I kind of looked at it saying, uh, who's laughing now? Malik Monk to a minimum contract. He's coming off a 40% shooting uh, uh, season there. Uh, heads to uh, heads to Los Angeles. And then after um, Miami denounced Kendrick Nunn, he goes to Los Angeles for, uh, for the mid-level exception. They're not done yet. Um, but well, what have you made of this offseason so far for the Lakers? Obviously, the Lakers are the big root in the NBA. And listen, I think it's interesting what they've been able to do with basically putting together a very nice rec squad. Hopefully, they're healthy down the stretch when they want to kind of compete for the NBA championship against, you know, some of the top teams in the league. But obviously, you got a team with a healthy LeBron James. They're going to be there, and they'll be there for the long haul. I'm just not sure how, if they can really, at this point, compete with some of the best teams in the Western Conference. These teams have youth. These teams have comparable pieces. Teams like the Phoenix Suns. Seems like the Utah Jazz, the Nuggets probably be a little bit better next season as well. So I am not really bullish on the Lakers. I am not a Russell Westbrook supporter. Listen, I understand the triple doubles are great and stuff like that. But the bottom line of the matter is he's a stat stuffer. You know what I'm saying? And you say what you want to say about it. You know, when you when you put him on your team, you got need you need somebody else to make a shot. So that's why I look at that. I don't think the Lakers have really upgraded that much. I think it's a veteran latent bunch. I think they want to make a, a run, and I think they could be good, especially if they're healthy. Obviously, they added some shooting tonight and some young pieces, but, but the bottom line of it is I don't think this is a Laker team that I'm too scared of. Um, they may look like a paper champion, in my opinion, right now. Well, and I, I think you're absolutely right, and I've been saying that you know all along. I, I do like you know to bring back Horton Tucker. That's a good move. Keep that youth there. I think there's something there with Horton Tucker. Uh, to bring in Malik Monk at that price is a no-brainer. Uh, to get Kendrick Nunn at that price is is a nice acquisition. I don't, I don't even have anything against Carmelo Anthony. You know, to bring him in and for him just to shoot, shoot some threes coming off the bench. But the Russell Westbrook acquisition, I I still don't understand it. Uh, you know, he is when you look at the shot attempts that he puts up and the percentage that he hits it at, uh, he's one of the worst shooters uh, in the league. Um, and like you said, yes, he will bring up points. But, I, you know, I said it, it's funny because when he got traded to Washington, Corey, I actually like the move for Washington because what does he do? He makes mediocre teams relevant. He'll get you to the playoffs. He'll make you entertaining. But when it comes to winning something of substance, he's not the guy you want. And I just don't know how LeBron, who's ball-dominant as he is, how he's going to coexist with Russell Westbrook. They could figure out in the regular season, but come the postseason, I think it has the chances to be an absolute disaster. 
it's going to be very critical on what they do, what Frank Vogel does with the rotation. Obviously, towards the end of the late year last year, we saw, well, with the end of the Lakers season last year, we saw LeBron and Frank Vogel kind of butt heads on the rotation as far as whether he's starting Andre Drummond or some other pieces. Now, listen, you can start Russell Westbrook, but when you go down the stretch, when you're in the last eight minutes of the fourth quarter, do you want Russell Westbrook on the floor? No. No. There you go right there. I think it sums it up uh, perfectly there, Corey. But I, I want to shift over to a team that has also been very active and their fan base is getting pretty excited. And that's the Chicago Bulls, who today uh, got DeMar DeRozan in the sign-and-trade with San Antonio. Thaddeus Young, the big piece, going back the other direction to San Antonio. Lonzo Ball, of course, signed now uh, with the Bulls, uh, the trade for Vucevic uh, during the last regular season. But, Corey... What, the, what this amounts to me as is the Bulls are content with being a five or a six seed for the next three years, and there's really not a big ceiling with this team because of the odd rus- roster construction. What are your thoughts on Chicago? This is a nice job for Chicago and Billy Donovan to push to the middle of the Eastern Conference. And basically, if they can live in the middle, in the middle of the Eastern Conference for the next three years, I mean, basically, that's, you know, that's the, 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 the cap you're going to get out this team unless they can hit it in the lottery or something like that. This is a team, when they added some, you know, Vucevic and other pieces towards the end of the season this year, they should have at least made a run to at least be in the plan. They couldn't get in the plan with Vucevic. You know, we got pieces like Levine and Kobe White and stuff like that. I like the, I like the young player and, and Pat Williams. But you see they couldn't even push there. When you get another year on the big dollar system, you bring in these pieces, more veteran pieces. You want to see them. You want to see them well past the playing tournament and a team that can compete in the middle of the Eastern Conference. I think that's where they are right now because I really like Donovan and what he is as a head coach, especially in his second season. So I think you get some more veteran players around that around that unit. Listen, at times this year they played some good basketball. They were not a bad team, ATS. They were up and down for the most part. They were a team out back, you know, in the, in the right spot. They're well with them. I knew kind of going to lay off of them. But going forward and looking at their futures, they're middle of the Western Conference team. If you bet on them to make the playoffs, maybe bet the over on their win total right now. I can see that being an, an interesting thing. But this is not a top of the Eastern Conference team. They will not be in the Eastern Conference Finals. You can follow Corey on Twitter, at the Fantasy Exec, and a team that, uh, if they're not in the West Eastern Conference Finals, it would certainly be a surprise. I know they didn't make it this past year, but they dealt with injuries. And, and injuries certainly could be something that they're always dealing with, with Kevin Durant, with Kyrie, and James Harden. Quietly, you know, teams like that with big threes, they don't have a ton of flexibility cap-wise. They bring back Blake Griffin on a minimum contract. They they beat out the Lakers for Patty Mills, which I think was a, a really nice acquisition. And then, Corey, I said it earlier in the show, to get Cam Thomas at number 27 in the draft, a volume scorer, not really defensive-oriented, but, you know, to get him coming off their bench, Dayron Sharp at 29, I really think quietly the Nets, who went full strength, looked like the best team in the league, uh, and maybe Joe Harris will decide to make a three-pointer this postseason. Um, it, it's hard to envision right now. I know the Bucks just won a title, but someone knocking them off. I, I really like what the Nets have done so far this offseason. Yeah, the, the Nets, I think coming into it in year one and the super team type environment, I think it's a little bit tough. And obviously you saw how they struggled at points during the season, but when but they also had they had the most impressive wins throughout the course of the season. But they also had the, the biggest upsetting loss or mm-hmm. shocking loss 
when the Bucks came into that building and beat them in Game Seven. Now, obviously, the Kevin Durant was put on the line. You know, that's inches and stuff like that. But when you bring them back and you run it back for the same group and you put a couple more pieces on it, yeah, unfortunately, you know, I don't, I don't really like the next thing because if they were to win the championship, then they have to have a parade and the king and the champions. And that's a New Yorker. I'm like, that doesn't, that's not a New York team, so that doesn't fit right with me. But unfortunately, I will say this, they're the best team in the Eastern Conference. They're probably the best team in the league if you want to handicap the next season. Corey, uh, of the teams we haven't mentioned so far, who who have you liked uh, and what they've done so far in this free agency window? Uh, when you talk about, obviously, the Miami Heat and what they've been able to do and put together, this is a team coming off a year. You know, they didn't play as well this year. But when you look at the team that would play deep into the bubble, a team like the Boston Celtics, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Miami Heat, you know, the, um, the, uh, the Denver Nuggets, they were kind of going a little bit earlier in the playoffs than you expected, and you saw that wear and tear the bubble. So now I like the Nuggets a lot next year. I think the Nuggets are the team that could probably more than likely be in the, in the Western Conference Finals. I, I, would, I would go that far with them. But really when you look at the Miami Heat, I think, uh, you know, a savvy head coach has been there before like Spoltra. You got guys like Jimmy Butler, and now you put somebody on the team like Kyle Lowry that can gather the team. And, you know, with Bam and others they have, I think the Miami Heat are primed to really be a team to play deep into the Eastern Conference next, to the Eastern Conference playoffs next year. So I like what they've done. But listen, a lot of times staying put and staying with the pieces you have can be a good way to handle it too. And the Denver Nuggets, I think, are a sleeper team in the Western Conference next year. I can very well see them being in the NBA Finals. Even with uh, Jamal Murray, do you think you know he just comes back and is, is kind of that acquisition mid-season? Yeah, you come, you bring Jamal Murray back. You start to get him ramped up as you go into the play into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But they'll be fine without Murray. We could listen at, at one point, you know, maybe three quarters of the way through the season when they brought Aaron Gordon on that team. The way Jokic, Murray, and Gordon kind of mixed in together, and obviously you saw how well some of the other pieces played this year. That Denver Nuggets team, they look like a contender. Now, without Murray in the playoffs and some of those tough games, especially against the Phoenix Suns, made it a little bit difficult. But the Denver Nuggets are a team that they haven't made many moves, so they're being, under, being undervalued right now. I think they're a very good player, especially early. The team that could possibly win the Western Conference and maybe the NBA championship. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with, uh, especially you know the way they were playing down the stretch prior to the Jamal Murray injury and then, how they played without Jamal Murray, at least at the end of the regular season, I thought they were an intriguing bet on team, but uh, we'll see how he is when he comes back. We're talking to Corey Parson, NBC Sports. Uh, follow him at the Fantasy Exec on Twitter. You mentioned you're a New Yorker uh, and you don't like the Nets. That would mean you like a, a different team, a team that plays at the Mecca. And they've had uh, an interesting uh free agency period. They spent a whole lot of money on Evan Fournier. Maybe they, they really got excited about what he did against the United States uh, with Team France. Uh, but they bring back Derrick Rose, Nerlens Noel. Uh, nothing earth-shattering, um, but there really wasn't many monster moves to be made. Uh, what do you anticipate from the Knicks, who maybe played a, a bit above their skis last year, being the four seed? Uh, do you expect status quo, some regression? What's your anticipation for the Knicks? They're probably in that in that four to six range, along with other teams like the Chicago Bulls, and you know what I'm saying. Where you have you you figure out and you see what happened 
with a team like the Atlanta Hawks and what they do. Those teams are probably better than the Knicks. So they're at the bottom end of the East in that 6-7, and they'll be a tough out in the first round. But, you know, we're seeing a culture change right now, and you want to see some improvement on that. But they probably overshot a little bit this year, and but they fall right in when they were last year. This year, they can probably come in probably in that 5-6-7 range, and they can definitely be a tough out in the first round. But until you get some big-time talent on that team. You see, a team like the Hawks can play a little bit further than the Knicks because you've had good drafts. You've got a DeAndre Hunter, a Trey Young. You're not pulling guys with the scrap heat and coaching them up. Even when you look at the Bulls right now making these moves, this is the guy, Lonzo Ball, a first-round draft pick. You know, Kobe White, a first-round draft pick. You know, guys that have made, you know, their organization has been run off the track for two decades. So the Knicks have tried to put it together is piece by piece. So you're now you're seeing guys who scrap into that, but you want to see a team get a little bit younger, younger players develop, and younger players become more talented. For the Knicks to truly be a top of the Eastern Conference team, R.J. Barrett has to become a Rose Rule player, and he's not that player right now. Corey, we have about a minute and a half here. Uh, you, you mentioned that you weren't a fan of what the Lakers have done. Other than them, who's the team that you have least liked what they've done so far? If the, the Boston Celtics not signing Kyrie, not signing, excuse me, Kyle Lowry at the, at, the, at, the, at the trade deadline last year, before the season, at the trade deadline, and then again in the offseason this year, I don't know what the Boston Celtics plan on. Kyle Lowry is the player that can gather that team. That's the player they need. They went out and got, who did they get some, some point? Some, oh, they got Fournier and some older point goal was the Red Ronda, whatever. I forgot who it was to be exact, but it didn't work. Kyle Lowry is the player they need. They didn't go get him. Somebody has to make that Tatum and Brown work. Kyle Lowry was that guy. I don't know who the point guard of that team is going to be. Obviously, he's not working with Kimber Walker. You can follow Corey on Twitter at TheFantasyExec. Does fine work for NBC Sports Edge. Corey, always, uh, always great to catch up with you, man. Good time. Talk last y'all. There he is. Corey Parson from NBC Sports. Um, the... Uh, the basketball tournament, yes. TBT, uh, just concluded, and I, I don't know if people have, have – there are some folks out there that, that love betting this and think there's significant edges to be had uh, out there. Uh, it's a winner-take-all tournament. It's been going on for almost a decade, I want to say. Uh, six years now, I'm pretty Is sure. it six years? Six okay. Years, yeah. uh, and it's a million dollars. They have the Elam's ending, and we just uh, had it go final – the team of a lot of Syracuse alums, not all Syracuse alums, because the guy who hit the game-winning shot did not go to Syracuse, Kiefer Sykes, uh, but they hit a three at the buzzer, and they went, or not the buzzer, to get to the Elam's ending, um, and they went 69-67. to A million bucks for those gentlemen on that team, and uh, Sham Sharania, as soon as the game closed, said, after hitting the game-winning shot, Kiefer Sykes has agreed to a deal with the Indiana Pacers. Keeper Sykes doing it for the University of Wisconsin Green Bay Phoenix there, Tim Murray. There you go. That's Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray. We'll get you updated on some baseball games going on the Houston Astros and the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's the nightcap here on Visa. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Olympics for baseball it is uh it is kind of a walk down memory lane uh because you're not allowed to be on a 40-man roster so some players are let's just say past their prime um and so there are some notable names Jose Bautista is a member of the Dominican Republic he had the uh, game-winning hit against Team Israel yesterday to move them on Uh, we mentioned the United States Todd Frazier, uh, starting pitcher tonight, Scott Casimir, Edwin Jackson is on the team, uh, David Robertson we mentioned before. So there's some names. You know, here's a name that for those, uh, maybe it's just me who knows this, Bubba Starling was once upon a time a, a big huge prospect. prospect for the Royals. He yes. was he was signed to play quarterback at Nebraska yep. and signed with Kansas City. He was a first-round pick. 
I don't think he ever. I don't, maybe he got, he, he, he got he, up for a cup of coffee. He, he got there a cup of coffee. Uh, Bubba Sterling was always a uh, point of contention in my uh, in my eight years in Missouri. That's right. Yeah, you were yeah. you're, you were there in Missouri, so that uh, that makes sense. So yeah, those are some of the names that you might see uh, in the Olympics. The United States, by the way, leading two to nothing in the bottom of the first inning in a uh, elimination game for the U.S. Uh, in in baseball. Only six teams. It's I don't know the, the the full breakdown, but I think it's provisional this year. They still get medals, um, but I don't. I think this is it. I think it goes away after this year for softball and baseball. It was kind of like a one-year back-end type of situation, but uh, we will see. The uh, the word that they're calling this round, by the way, because it's a replay of, of of the second round, I believe, to mm-hmm. get a team into the uh, the playoff to get to the bronze medal game or the bronze. I don't know exactly what the format is because it's confusing. Yeah. It's a word I've legitimately never heard of. Uh, uh, repage, I think is how you pronounce that. Is that how you pronounce that, Tim? I don't know. You don't know? All I know is... I may I, have just butchered a, I pride, a French word. I pride myself on on knowing how brackets break down pretty well. I, I can make sense of them. I could not make sense of this bracket. It no, was, it's illogical. It was very confusing, but... I think the way it, it all breaks down is if the United States wins this game, they go and they take on the loser of Japan and Korea, and that essentially uh, is an elimination game. The loser gets the bronze. The winner gets another chance uh, at the gold medal. That's my hunch. So we will see. Uh, I, what was the line? Did, you said uh, there was a line, right? Yeah, I, 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 USA oh. was favored. I don't know what the number was, okay. but Westgate did have a number. USA was favored earlier in the day. All right, uh, we'll see if we can track down that line. But they lead 2 nothing. so uh, go USA against the Dominican Republic. The uh, USA women's basketball team will be in action in about an hour uh, as the uh, elimination portion of the women's bracket starts tonight. Men started last night with the U.S. and all the favorites winning. The United States, a 16-point favorite against Australia. Uh, interesting how that plays out where the U.S. playing Australia on the women's side. That's the quarterfinals. Men, of course, playing Australia tomorrow night in the semifinals. Take a look at what's happening in uh, Major League Baseball right now. And the Houston Astros uh, have a one nothing lead middle of the fourth inning uh, in Los Angeles. Walker Bueller gave up, uh, has given up one run so far. Uh, that run coming in the uh, third inning. So Walker Bueller one run on five hits through four innings of work. Lance McCullers, very solid so far. Uh, five strikeouts, two hits, no runs. Uh, Michael Brantley, the only RBI so far, an RBI double scoring Maldonado from third in the third inning. So one to nothing is where we stand. The Houston Astros, a dog in that one a game that you didn't bet, but you said you would have bet the Houston Astros. Uh, rarely do you get them at a plus 160 price. Uh, and that's what they were tonight with Walker Bueller on the hill. Sean Manaya uh, pitching for the Oakland A's and, and struggling a bit as the San Diego Padres have already tagged him for four runs. That is uh, much to the uh, to the happiness of this man right here in Jeff Parles as he took uh, the Padres plus the price. Yeah, and uh, if Eric Cosmer could do something positive here, that would that would really be nice uh, to extend this lead. Uh, that's already four nothing. Also, Tim, you're burying the lead. I'm off to a great start on my second Summer League Under here. There we go. (laughs) Uh, Jeff Bett, Summer League Under. There's Summer League going on. Not in Las Vegas, in Sacramento. The Kings and the Warriors are playing right now. Uh, Steph Curry, after inking his $215 million extension, 
is not in action in this summer league game. And it's 21 to 16 with seven and change to go in the second quarter. Jeff bet the under what? 168 and a half. All right. There you go. Keep tabs on that. No, we won't. It is the nightcap <laughs> here on VEASAN. Uh, we will do a division a day in 15 minutes, but some college win totals on the other side. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Football betting guide is here, folks. Start your football season on the right foot. We've got expert analysis picks for conference championships, Heisman hopefuls, playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now's a great time to get your all-access VSIN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college football betting guide for only $19.99 or Start your free all-access trial at vcin.com backslash subscribe. It is the nightcap here on vcin. We'll revisit the NFC North, some player props in 10 minutes as we continue our a division a day. The Houston Astros and Dodgers in a big-time showdown. Dodgers uh, trying to even things up. Cody Bellinger at the plate, bottom of the fourth inning, and the Astros leading one to nothing. Uh, hopefully, our guy Jeff Parles stays happy as the Padres now up 6 nothing on the Oakland A's. Yeah, it was, uh, of course, Eric Hosmer did nothing, but uh, then Austin Nola comes through for me with a two-run double. 
Uh, it's been a good night for the Padres, uh, uh, taking care of business, even though Blake Snell has had a runner at second base in every single inning so far, Tim. I want to get to some season win total over-unders, and, and certainly over the next month, we're going to be talking lots of college football, lots of NFL, um, but in that college football betting preview, we have some season win totals. Um, I had a couple uh, as well in there when it comes to the conference uh, that I uh, previewed, which was the Mac as well as some independents. But uh, here you have Adam Kramer uh, going over USC, Texas, and Wisconsin. And uh, Texas is a team that both Adam and Bruce Marshall uh, like to go over their win total of eight. Matt Humans over seven and a half on Old Miss in Nevada and Purdue is alma mater there uh, at nine. A pretty high number there for the Boilermakers. Uh, JVT sticking with the Mountain West. That's his uh, that's his expertise and going against his uh, his hometown squad in UNLV. UNLV, it's going to be a rough go of it. Uh, it's hard to find a win uh, on that roster or on that schedule against a Division One opponent. And I know Chris Andrews, so we had him on the show a couple weeks ago when he put out his conference win totals. And uh, he was, uh, was kind of hit a little bit hard. I want to get to these over-unders here in just a moment, but I'll give you my uh, favorite play. And uh, if you can get over to the South Point. Now, I like the season win total under 7.5 as well, but uh, what I like more is Buffalo... Under five and a half. I know, very obscure, but it was a conference that I previewed in our college football betting guide. And this is a Buffalo team um, that is getting a lot of respect based on reputation, right? Their head coach, Lance Leipold, terrific head coach, won a ton of national championships at uh, at UW-Whitewater, and goes to Buffalo, and really turns things around. And you see it right there, win total, 7.5 uh, at, at DraftKings. And I, 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 don't, I don't mind that either uh, because you look at they have some challenging non-conference games uh, as well. But this is a football program that, remember, their head coach left not at the normal time, but he left in April. And because of that, just tons of players followed suit. So you had... Um, not only, you know, Jarrett Patterson leave, you ha- you're starting safety leave in Tyrone Hill. A handful of players uh, followed Lance Leipold to Kansas. Uh, you lost uh, Malcolm Kuntz, a third-round pick to the, to the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. So I-, I think I look at that portion of the MAC, and I think it's going to be very competitive this year with Ohio, with Miami, with Kent State, who's going to be a, a lot of fun to watch. Kent State's going to score a ton of points. So um, I, I like the under 7.5 win total for the season. But what I like more is if you live here in Las Vegas, Chrissy Andrews over at the South Point does conference wins. So under 5.5 conference wins. It's a little bit of juice there, but that's a play that I that I really like. But let's get to more uh, big boys and the uh, and the plays that are there in our uh, in our preview. Once again, Head to uh, vcin.com backslash subscribe. Our college football betting guide right there ready for you. You can get an all-access uh, subscription that's included in it, or if you just want to get a one-off $19.99. Um, you know, a team that I think is going to be really, really fun to watch this year, Jeff, is, is Ole Miss. And Mr. Humans likes Ole Miss to go over the 7.5 wins. And there's going to be a 
massive showdown. We've talked about it a little bit on the show in early November when they welcome Liberty, who I think will be undefeated at the time. But uh, Ole Miss opens the season with a Labor Day game against Louisville where they're over a touchdown favorite. Then they have Austin P and Tulane. They've got a huge, huge game against Alabama October 2nd. Arkansas at home. Tennessee, I don't expect much from them this year. They they host LSU, visit Auburn, Texas A&M, Vanderbilt, Mississippi. Um, seven and a half is the win total. With that offense, they should go unbeaten in non-conference play. That game against Liberty is going to be tricky. So you're looking at four wins right there. Can they get four non-conference wins? They have Vanderbilt uh, at home where they'll be a pretty big favorite. I think they'll take care of business there. Um Tennessee, I think they take care of business. So really, you're looking at, can they get wins over Arkansas, Auburn on the road, and Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl? I think Mississippi State will be down. So uh, if I had to play it, uh, I would look. I would tend to agree with uh, with Matt Humans. I think this is a team that's going to score a ton of points with Matt Corral. Uh, you could argue best quarterback in the SEC, at least starting the year, most experience coming back. So uh, I like that play that Matt's got with Ole Miss over 7.5. Really banking on a 4-0 non-conference. Can't stub your toe with that bizarre game stuck in there against Liberty, who's going to walk in with a quarterback that could be drafted in the first round of Malik Willis. I, I'm going to go to stay in the SEC West. Yep. And I, I, I'm going to look at an under with Auburn. Okay. Who's, yeah. uh, again, new head coach. Uh, Harson comes over from Boise, Boise State. State. Uh, an offense that's completely in flux. And Tim... I think seven and five is the best case scenario for them uh, because of more, more than anything, they have to go to Happy Valley. Mm-hmm. They have to go to Penn State. Non-con, they're not winning that game. Yeah, and in the not- rest of their conference schedule, the the SEC West is brutal, and they cross with Georgia as they always do. So I don't see how this team's winning more than seven, and it's only minus one twenty juice on the under seven. So I'll very happily look at that. Because uh, that's been bet down from that minus 152. Yeah, I do like that a lot, too. Because Bo Nix, you just... Bo Nix, as you've been talking about him forever, he's just never have le- led to that. you got a whiteout situation in week three going to Penn State. Horrible spot. I mean, the SEC usually takes care of business in the non-con. If you're dropping a game in the non-con and you're in the SEC West and your crossover, as you mentioned, is you a home Georgia. game. But it's Georgia... <laughs> Yeah, Auburn, Good luck. Auburn will be lucky if they make it to a bowl this year. That's Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray. A division a day continues with the NFC North on the other side on the nightcap. searches through millions of resumes and Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. More at Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. That's Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray. And we will go behind the counter. Vinny Maiulo. I think you've heard him before. Uh, he will join us top of the hour. Uh, talk about uh, everything that's been going on with the craziness in NBA free agency, some Olympics, and... Uh, also, just where he stands on, on the baseball futures market as well. So a lot to get to with Vinny at the top of the hour. But we continue our a division a day as 
45 after each hour for the next seven days, or seven shows, I should say. We'll be breaking down a division. Yesterday was the NFC East. Tonight, NFC North. We talked to Matthew Collar in the uh, first hour. Vikings insider got his thoughts on the division. And like many of us believe, it is once again the Packers uh, to take. But some props to take a look at. Let's start with the quarterbacks, Jeff. And we'll start with Aaron Rodgers. And we discussed this last week on the show, Aaron Rodgers' passing yards, 4,550 is the number. And I think that's a bit too high. You you look at some of Aaron Rodgers' numbers uh, over the years, the most he's thrown for, uh, he has thrown for over 4,600 in some seasons. But, you know, last year, his MVP season, 4,299, averaged... Uh, that was uh, 268.7 per game. Uh, if you look at 450 uh, and 50, uh, it's like 290, 267. So I would have to look a little bit towards the under on that for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and then touchdowns at 35 and a half. That's, that's the interesting one because he had 48 touchdown passes last year, Jeff. That was outrageous, led the league. He was unbelievable with Devontae Adams. You bring in Randall Cobb uh, to go in the slot. He certainly uh, loves him. Some Robert Tunyon. Um, I, I would have to, if you play it, especially in a 17-game schedule, it has to be over or pass for Aaron Rodgers on the on the passing touchdown. So that would be the way I would look. But I know you have a prop yeah, I, on I, uh, Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I got one that's better than, than, than any of these Go here. for it. So... DraftKings is dishing right now on interceptions thrown by Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Okay. And this has moved over the last five days. It was eight and a half flat on Wednesday last week, Tim. It is now eight and a half minus 150 on the under eight and a half interceptions. This could be juiced all the way to minus 250, and I'd still like this. Aaron Rodgers had thrown more than eight interceptions in his career Two times, Tim. Those two times, 2008, which was his first season as an NFL starter, and 2010. Yes, I know that season ended up good for the Packers, but those are the only two times in his career he's thrown more than eight interceptions. Timmy is the lowest interception percentage in the history of the NFL, 1.4. Last year, 1% of his passes were intercepted. The year before that, less than 1% of .7. The year before that, even though it was a horrible year for Green Bay, 0.3% of his passes got intercepted. Aaron Rodgers is not throwing more than five or six interceptions on the high end this year, Tim. At eight and a half, minus 150, I don't care that it's minus 150. To me, that number should be six and a half. And I'd still consider betting it under six and a half. So at eight and a half, minus 150, I love that under on Aaron Rodgers' interceptions. So you go back to his first MVP season. That was 2011. They win the Super Bowl in 2010, as you mentioned. He threw... 11 picks that year. Go back to 2011. 6865876245. That's not a phone number. That is <laughs> interceptions per year. So, uh good thing to point out there uh by you. Let's get to Kirk Cousins. Um obviously if you're if you're playing Kirk Cousins, he comes with the stipulation um and 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 look, this is this is just part of, of handicapping right now. It, 
you know, Kirk Cousins is, is not a vaccinated player. So the possibility of him going into COVID protocols and missing games, uh, I don't believe he missed any last year, but uh, that is certainly uh, a possibility. But his over-under on passing yards is 4,200. That would mean his average per game would be 247. If you look at what his numbers have been in his career, in Minnesota, he started for three seasons. His first year was 268. Second year was 240. Now, that was the year they went to the playoffs. And then last year was 266 per game. In Washington, when he was a full-time starter dating back to 2015, it was 260, 307, and 255. So of the six years he's been a starter, Jeff, he's averaged over 200 and 50 yards in every season but one, which was 2019. So for me, I think Kirk Cousins is an overplay here. The caveat being the potential of him having to sit out a game or two because of, of COVID protocols is, is possible. Uh, him being, as of right now, as we know, uh, at least currently, an unvaccinated player. But in his six seasons as a starter... Averaging 247 yards per game is what he would need to do to uh, surpass 4,200 passing yards. He's done that in five of the six seasons. And in in Minnesota, 266, 240, 268. So, yeah, I would look over on uh, on, on uh, Kirk Cousins here. It's a no play because of what you mentioned. Yeah. I, I'm just concerned, especially if he... Again, it's the last thing we want to talk about, but it is no, it's, it is you, something you have something to you have to at least monitor at a bare minimum. And he's in protocol right now because of Kellen Mond's uh, positive test up in Minnesota. It's just too complicated for me to bet anything Minnesota related because of that, and that includes Cousins, uh, Tim, the the third guy who has passing props right now, Jared Goff, mm-hmm. the quarterback of the Detroit Lions. Now he has to go over four thousand yards to go over his prop of 3,999 and a half. How is he getting to 4,000 yards? <laughs> I, with with the way that receiving core is, they do have a reasonable offensive line, which, which definitely helps. But with the way that we've seen Anthony Lynn operate in the past, he's their offensive coordinator now, and everything we've seen from Dan Campbell so far – He's not getting the 4,000 yards because, A, even with Detroit being bad and being behind in a lot of games and him having to throw, if games are close, Detroit's going to run the ball with DeAndre Swift a lot. So I don't think he's going to get enough opportunities, even with Detroit likely trailing in 15 out of 17 games this year, Tim. I don't think he's getting the 4,000 yards. I think the number's way too much, even with it being a shorter, a longer schedule this year with 17 games. Well, you mentioned rushing yards. Uh, let's get to rushing yards in the NFC North in a division today as we look at the NFC North. Aaron Jones gets a big contract this offseason, and his over-under is 1,005 yards. Uh, you would expect A.J. Dillon to uh, certainly get more carries. That's why he's listed there at 690. But, you know, Jeff, last year Aaron Jones missed two games. And rush for over 1,100 yards. Now you get an extra game, and the prop is 1,000 yards. He's surpassed 1,000 yards the last two seasons here for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, he's a guy that certainly Aaron Rodgers trusts quite a bit. Um, 
They did lose a little bit on their offensive line, so there's maybe a little bit of question marks there. They they added Randall Cobb. They bring back or Devin Funchess now returns uh, after sitting out last year uh, due to COVID um, or opting out, I should say. Aaron Jones, you look at a thousand yards, seventeen game schedule, durability questions, sure, uh, but. I'm not going to play an under on Aaron Jones on a thousand yards. No, I I don't want it. Even though I again the presence of AJ Dillon definitely has to be thrown in there. Aaron Jones, here's a, here's something I will say though, Tim. Look at those touchdowns at nine. Green Bay and Tampa Bay threw the ball more than anyone in the red zone last year, and I would imagine that that those trends will stay the same for both of those teams this year, especially with everything we saw this offseason with Aaron Rodgers. So maybe you look at an under nine on Aaron Jones rushing touchdowns, uh, even though, again, that's a little bit complicated it's, because it's Green Bay... 16 two years ago. Because Green Bay's offense is so good. So, it's again, it, it's probably a no a non-bettable player there at Aaron Jones. Just looking at those other, other odds, uh, Dalvin Cook, that number seems high, but he's probably going to get the 1,400 yards in the 17-game season, Tim. If he's healthy. If he stays healthy. I want nothing to do with uh, with uh, Brad Evans' guy, Mandatory Montgomery. I want nothing to do with that. That 1,000 <laughs> yards feels about right. DeAndre Swift at 900 and a half is intriguing. And, yes, I know Jamal Williams is there in Detroit now uh, lurking as a legitimate second option who, of course, stole carries away from Aaron Jones a year ago in Green Bay. Yeah, 500 yards last year. Yeah, so that's the only concern with going over for Swift. But I think Swift's going to have a really big year behind the – Again, an offensive line that is probably a little bit better than we are giving credit for in Detroit, and a team that I think is going to be wildly conservative offensively. So Swift over nine hundred and a half would be a look at for me. Yeah, the AJ Dillon one is is one that I won't play it, but I, I would look under a little bit in that one. You know, I, I know he had the big game what week sixteen or seventeen last year. Sixteen ran for you know a hundred plus yards, and I, I feel like that has beefed up this this number a little bit um the dalvin cook one you know last year he played 14 games he was still able to run for over 1500 yards uh he is so incredible uh touchdowns the last two years 13 and 16 so that number seems about right at 13 and a half the reason i would just be a little bit skeptical i know there's a prop out there uh, if dalvin cook can reach 2000 yards it's 25 to 1 i see it there on the bottom if he's healthy, sure, there's a possibility, but just the durability of Dalvin Cook has always been a, a bugaboo of his. He's only missed two games in each of the last two years uh, and still has been incredibly productive, but I, I would be very cautious to play an over on Dalvin Cook at 1375, it, knowing it, that he's he, he's always banged up. If he plays the 17 games, oh, him, oh, way over. he's going way over. Way over. That's the only thing you keep an eye on. We head behind the counter. Talk to our friend Vinny Maiulo on the other side. It's the nightcap here on Vison. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.